Bei McDonalds ist jetzt schon Bescherung mit dem großen McDonalds Weihnachtscountdown. Nicht verpassen, jeden Tag ein neues Hammerangebot. Und nur heute 20er Chick McNuggets für nur 4 Euro. Jetzt in der App. Nur in teilnehmenden Restaurants. Blog Talk Radio.
Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry, Sunday morning services. We're glad to see you all out. Yeah, I know you all don't see me, but there's a reason for that. And I'll explain that to you one day during the week. But for right now, thank you for being on our live audio. Today we have a surprise for you. Amen. But for right now, let us go before the throne of grace. We don't want to put anything before we put our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So if you'll bow your head with me right now, hallelujah. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for another day that we've never seen before. Lord, we thank you for this October 27th. Hallelujah. A day that we've never seen before and a day we'll never see again. October the 27th, 2019. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for this gift of this day. We thank you of the gift of life, for the gift of life for this day. Hallelujah. We can't worry about tomorrow because you said tomorrow will have enough trouble for itself. Amen. Hallelujah. But we thank you for today. We take it one day at a time, and we believe that you will give us many days. Amen. Because your promise is 120 years. Hallelujah. Some of us make it and some of us don't. That's according to our faith. Hallelujah. Lord, I want the whole 120 or the rapture. Now, if the rapture is going to occur before the 120, I'm going back with you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. But if not, then I want all 120. Whoo, I glorify your name, Lord. Hallelujah. And in good health. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We glorify your name. We thank you for being our Father, which means we are royalty. Hallelujah. Because you are King of kings and Lord of lords. Ooh, we thank you, Father. Ooh, and we lift up your name. Hallelujah. Your words, Lord, my mouth. Your words, our mouth. Hallelujah. Use us as your vessel today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Bless every ear that's listening. He that has an ear, let him hear what the word of God says today. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord. Bless each and every listening ear that's listening here. Bless their homes. Bless their health. Bless their finances, Lord. Hallelujah. Ooh, surround them with your favor, hallelujah. Ooh, cover them, hallelujah, with your glory, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray, declare, and decree, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Ooh, thank you. Thank you, Father, hallelujah. Mm. Ooh, y'all, I tell you, God is good. When you get in the Word and you begin to have the Holy Ghost to teach you 
wants you to say, because he told us we don't have to worry about what we're going to say. For at such a time, the Spirit of God will speak through you. Amen. That's why I always say, your words, my mouth, Lord, use us as your willing vessels. Hallelujah. Oh, good God Almighty. Yes, you have to study. But guess what? At the time that you need, sometimes you wake up, Lord, what do you want me to preach on today? I'm not one of those kind that I pick out a topic, then I go and study for. Yes, studying is good. We study. We go in the Bible. But guess what? It's probably that morning or the night before. Amen? It's never two weeks in advance. I don't have five weeks worth of scripture stored up somewhere. I'm not like that. I'm a very spontaneous evangelist, preacher, teacher. Amen? Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost comes in every time and he'll drop it right in my spirit. Then Sister Stephanie and I will go to studying, pulling out scriptures and references, and then God gives us a perfect sermon every time. Amen? Hallelujah. you got to walk by faith and not by sight. If you're one of those ones that's got sermons stored up, okay, this month I'm going to make one, I'm going to make 30 sermons today, and you're writing this scripture and that scripture, and then you come and you give it, and people looking at you like, uh, duh. Enough said. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to, how can I put it? Be spontaneous with Jesus. Because he knows what needs to be said. Amen. We often put ourselves in things. Well, this is what I want to teach them, and this is what I want them to hear. No. I want God to give me what he wants his people to hear. It's his people, not mine. I'm just a vessel. Amen. Hallelujah. Today, we've got a surprise, y'all. We're going to do a dual sermon. Amen. A dual teaching. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I know that Sister Stephanie has been my partner through this whole thing. She's the one that does all the pretty graphics and everything, you know, but Sister Stephanie can speak. Sister Stephanie has ideas. Sister Stephanie is very articulate. She gets nervous, so forgive her if she gets nervous. You know, we all do. We're live, audio, so if you hear something or if we stumble over our tongue or our brain tries to, our tongue before it decides to, just like that time, decides to go before our brain forgive us. That's what happens when you're alive. But that's our surprise. We're doing a dual sermon today. Amen. But first, we need to come with our sponsor, and I'm going to ask Sister Stephanie to do that.
other platforms. She's experienced in the business and she has the website already up and she will be a good choice for you to grow your business, to get the word out about your church, and to give you an all-around professional appearance that you need with so many other people in the business. I highly recommend Wells by Steph so she will give you a good price and she will do good work for you. Again, that's Wells by Steph and that's at Wells by Steph at gmail.com. Wells by Steph, take a look at and see how good she can be for your business, your church, or for any individual looking to grow or expand your opportunities in this hectic business world. Hey, this is Stephanie from What's My Stuff. If you need a WordPress website, a blog, a blog, a PDF, a PowerPoint, or a newsletter, please contact me at 276-286-0076. That is 276-286-0076. Or email me at WebSpyStuff. That is W-E-B-S-B-Y-S-T-E-P-H at gmail.com.
And the whole time I'd have been speaking in tongues and shouting, amen. Hallelujah. Cause it's a good lesson. But anyway, you'll finish hearing it next week. Just pray that the Lord kind of grounds me. Amen. Hallelujah. But that's an exciting teaching. But while we when we asked you all to pray yesterday for Rover, my sister reported this morning. She said she got home because she had something to do at church. So she just kind of let Rover lay there. And um, he up chucked yesterday morning and then wouldn't eat anything. And he just laid there. And, you know, when church calls, you got to go, you know. When your pastor calls and you got duties, hallelujah, toward God, you got to leave that animal to the Lord. But you ask for prayer. You pray for him and you ask for prayer. She said when she got back home around 4, she said Rover was up, walking around the house, and she went to give him dinner. Said he ate a big dinner. Amen. And got up this morning hungry again. God will answer your prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter whether it's you, your child, your grandma, your granddaddy, your neighbor, your enemy, or your animal. Amen. A righteous man regardeth his animal. Amen. A righteous man will take care of the animal. A righteous man will pray for that animal. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I don't even know what breed Rover is. I just know my sister keeps him. Oh, my God, he, he's beautiful. She keeps him groomed. His hair, he's got this long hair, and she keeps him groomed. She They cut it in a style. Rover, walk, R- Rover is a male bougie. Amen. <laughs> Rover looks good, y'all. She keeps him looking good. She keeps him clean. That's her little baby. Amen. And that's the way most of us feel about our pets. Those pets are like our children, especially when our children have grown up and they've left home. That little animal that we have there, whether it's a dog, a cat, or whatever you have, that is in the place sometimes of our children. Because you have someone to take care of. You have someone to talk to. You ever notice that your animals be around you so long that it seems like they know what you're talking about? Their reaction and everything is just what it's supposed to be when you're talking to them. Amen? Hallelujah. But we thank God for what he did for Rover McKenzie Cook. Amen? The pet of Elsie Cook. Amen? And pray for Elsie, too. She's going through some little things. But you know what? That's a strong woman of God. I could not have gone through some of the things that she's gone through. So pray for Sister Elsie Cook, too, of Truth Fine Apostolic Church. Amen. Hallelujah. Where the pastor is Brother Sherrod, well, Pastor Sherrod Wills. Amen. Hallelujah. That's our good report for today, y'all. I know that's a straight. Y'all probably looking like she reporting on a dog. Yeah, because the Bible says a righteous man regardeth his beast. Amen. Rover is an animal. Animals are called beasts. Amen. Hallelujah. If y'all got a dog y'all want to pray for, hey, let us know his name. We'll call it out, and we have people all over the world praying for us. Amen. Hallelujah.
going to tell you about the countries where, that we're coming, that we are being heard from. In. Yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> uh, thank you um, for listening. Um, in the United States, Alaska, Germany, Australia, Zambia, Brazil, Italy, France, Ireland, Russia, and India. Thank you all for listening. Also to the military, thank you for listening as well. Amen. Hallelujah. So you see, the Lord is blessing this ministry. Hallelujah. We're making disciples in places we probably would have never went to before because I'm not what you call a traveler. Amen. Some of these places, I would love to go to Italy. Maybe I will one day. But some of these places I would have never went to. But they're listening to us on our website, on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, okay. Let me let Sister Stephanie call them out. Oh, yeah. So I was looking at those, um, the, the stats. The stats. The <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't going to try to. Okay. <laughs> but, um. Uh, it took yeah, me years to I, see it right. <laughs> I like to see, like, our listeners, you know, break it down to see what platforms they're listening from. I see that they're listening on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, Blog Talk. I think Google is something called Java. I'm not really sure what that is, but I see people listening on that too. And on the website, I saw um, Russia and Italy and Brazil. It's all over. So Amen. thank you, everybody, for listening. And we don't even know what Google, Google Java is, but thank you, Google Java. Java. Hey, they are bringing in listeners, not listening so much to us, but listening to God's word. People are hungry for the word of God. Amen. Everybody does not want to sit in four walls. Amen. Hallelujah. We might as well go ahead on and get it out. Some people don't want to go in four walls. You can invite them in, but they don't want to be in four walls. They want to be at home in their living room, maybe with their mother, their father, their sisters, their brother, and they are gathered together. God said, where two of you are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. So guess what? If they're gathered together in that different room or in McDonald's or wherever they are, because you can listen to us anywhere because we're on the Internet. Amen? Whether you're in the archive or on live audio or on live video, guess what? If you're listening, then you are gathered together with us. So you are obeying that rule. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He said, forsaken not to the assembling of yourselves together which is, you know, like what the heathens do. But guess what? You have assembled yourself together here with us today. Even though you are not in my living room, you are. Amen? You are right here where I am, and I am right there where you are. Your presence is here, and my presence and my voice is there. Amen? Hallelujah. So we are obeying that rule in the Bible. Amen? We are gathered together. Together, amen. We have assembled ourselves together to hear and on my end teach the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So don't feel guilty. Some people say, girl, you need to go to church. Man, won't you go to church? Tell them I do go to church. Right on the internet, church comes to me. 
I ain't got to go and sit on those hard pews y'all got. Amen. And she stopped for a pause. <laughs> yeah, I did. Anyway, long story short, you can sit right there in your chair, your easy chair, your sofa. And if you're one of those late ones who haven't gotten out of the bed yet, you're laying there in the bed and you're listening, then do so. Amen. Hallelujah. If you need prayer, you know where to reach us at. Just write us at Reaching the Masses Media Ministry at gmail.com or go to our website and write us at Reaching the Masses Ministry dot com. And the moment we find it, you leave your number, we're going to call you. Amen. I don't care what time of night it is. We will call you and pray with you. Amen. Now that settles the statement that one of the brothers made on live TV. Y'all don't need to go to these online churches and these home churches because if you need prayer, how they going to pray for you? I do. There's such a thing called the phone. There's such a thing called Facebook Messenger. Uh-huh. So that's all that. Amen. Everybody has something to say about something. Uh, opinions. Mm. I'm not going to go that way. I'll put it this way. Opinions are like a certain part of your body. Everybody got one. Amen. And I say it. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being me today. Amen. Hallelujah. But like I said, I welcome every one of you from Facebook. Facebook fan page, uh, YouTube, Pinterest. Pinterest. Oh, yes, we're on Pinterest now. I'm sorry. I was meant to say Periscope, but yes, Pinterest. Periscope and Pinterest, amen. And, um, of course, my beautiful, loving Periscope. I love y'all. I love you all. But Periscope just has a little place in my heart, amen. All those pretty, pretty hearts that they have been sending me, we thank you. And we thank you also for all of you on my Facebook fan page. Um, the membership is increasing. Tell your family, tell your friends, amen. The more people we've got on there, now look, y'all, I don't make no money from this, but the more people we have on there, the more peep disciples we can make. I call all of those on my fan book, Disciples of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Because they have spread it, the word, and people are coming through other people. Amen. And we thank God for us. Go make disciples for Christ. How? Share this audio with them. Share our videos with them. If it's a particular one you like, share it with somebody. Amen. Maybe they will come and they will join and they will take it and share it with somebody. They made a disciple. You have made a disciple of them. Because when they pass it on to somebody else, then that someone will pass it on to somebody else. Even you all over in the different countries. Pass these videos on to somebody else. Tell them to join us on Sunday mornings at 12 noon, Saturday mornings at 11 a.m., Wednesday at 12 noon, and every 
God to join us at some point. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, now that we've got all of the homework, housework, whatever they call it, out of the way, um, is there anything else we needed to do? Okay. Now, our scripture from today, and again, I'd like to thank all of you for being here. Can you see who's here today, Sister Stephanie? Oh, yes, Keisha Morgan. Hi, Keisha. You all say hello to Minister Lakeisha Hazley. Amen. Hallelujah. You're going to hear her voice on here one day. We're going to get her on. Hallelujah. See if we can get this equipment together to get her on. Amen. Well, okay. She said Periscope, but your names go so fast, so she can't read them. But welcome everybody on Periscope today. On Blog Talk, she can't tell right now, but welcome all of you on Blog Talk also. Uh, she can't tell right now because she's not at her computer. She's around here with me today. Amen. Hallelujah. But we thank all of you for listening today, for coming and listening. And Sherry or Sassy, she likes to be called Sassy, my Kaiva, my niece, if you're listening, love you, Sherry. We didn't forget your mom. You saw my my um, message to you. We all miss Cynthia. Amen. Cynthia, you all were my was my sister. She passed on into eternity two years ago, and we all miss her so bad. Her it was like her death was untimely. She wasn't that old, you know. She's the middle girl, and we did not expect that. But then it's like wow, and. We just still haven't gotten over. It's like she should be here. She should not be gone. But, you know, God has his time to do things. Amen? Hallelujah. We thank God that we know where she is because she was saved and full of the Holy Ghost. Amen? So, oof, I hear it, Sassy. I, I saw, and, and we miss your mom. And to Corey, Greg, if you're listening, you and you, Lexia, I know, I know the pain. Miss V, which is my cousin, her name was Vernell Banks. Miss V was a good woman. Amen. I miss her. We were like sisters. We were raised up in the same house for years. So I literally thought she was my sister. Amen. Hallelujah. But I miss Miss V too. So if you're listening, Corey or Alexia or anybody else in my family, that Corey knows that I mentioned his mom, Vernell. We called her Miss V. Amen. She's gone but not forgotten. I often dream about her with those big, pretty eyes she had. Amen. Hallelujah. And if any of you all knew Miss V, you knew how she was. Miss V didn't take no mess. Amen. But yet and still, she was the most loving person that I had ever met in my life. Mm. So we miss you, Miss V. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Okay, we're coming to y'all with our scripture today. And you see our you see our title. Um, what was that? 
have five verses that you can change the language. Okay, she said under references you can read the Bible and you can change languages to the Bible. Amen. Is there more than one version of the Bible? Oh um, yes, and you also have Strong's Concordance too. Okay, she said there's more than one version of the Bible, and there's also the Strong's Concordance. See, I don't know where she found that night, but I thank God that she did. Amen. Hallelujah. But we're coming from the title of the Good Samaritan today, and we're going to have Sister Stephanie to start the scripture mm -hmm. so that you would know where we're coming from. And it is from the book of Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 10 25 through 37. verses 25 through 37. She's going to play it. play it for you. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered aright, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment, and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him, and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him, and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go, and do thou likewise. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus answered his question. Hallelujah. He wanted to know, who is my neighbor? Because Jesus told him to love your neighbor. As you say. He gave him, as I said, I think it was yesterday, when we had the um, scriptures and the two scriptures, I explained how, <laughs> what happened with the Ten Commandments and how Moses, when he was out in the wilderness with the children. He had 613 laws. We already explained that. Go back to yesterday's lesson. Amen. Um, God gave him the two commandments. Love the Lord thou God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. As thyself. If you have those two commandments, then you, hallelujah, have them all wrapped up in those 
two particular scriptures. Jesus took all those 613 laws and the Ten Commandments, which were laws, amen, and compounded them into two, amen. That's how you love your neighbor as yourself. When you obey those two scriptures, then you, hallelujah, are obeying God's word, amen. Everything is wrapped up in those two scriptures. Now, this particular man wanted to know, wanted an example, and God gave, Jesus gave the example. And the, the story goes is that there was a man who was traveling. He was from Jericho. That lets you know that he was probably a Hebrew. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that's what was in Jericho. Now, after, thank you, Jesus. Before that, there were Anakins in that land. There were giants in that land. Amen. But they were Hebrews also. And they lived somewhere, I guess, among the giants. Because Rahab was in Jericho. But when they went there the first time, when Moses sent them there the first time, they said there are giants in the land and we can't take that land. But then there came the time when Joshua sent other spies in there. We know the story. And they won their land and all of that kind of stuff. And the walls fell down. But they were Hebrews. During this particular time, there were Hebrews in that land. And somehow he was walking or maybe on his donkey or his horse or whatever, and he had gotten robbed. Hallelujah. He had no money. They took his mode of transportation. Now, I don't know if they, he had a mode of transportation. He could have been walking. I know they, they did a lot of walking. Like I explained last night about Mount Hermon. Jesus walked 30 miles out of his way to go to Mount Hermon to have a showdown at Mount Hermon to make an announcement. Amen. Go back to last night's lesson. Anyway, um, the man laid there. And here comes a priest, one of God's finest. Amen. The priests in those days were the ones who could go up to the holies of holies. And he was the one who could forgive sins. He was the one that took the ashes and sprinkled them. He was the one who took the hyssop plant and dipped it in blood and sprinkled it over the people so that the blood would cleanse them of their sins. He was, in other words, one of the righteous ones. Amen. We're going to call these two men that passed by the stranger, we're going to call them the righteous brothers, okay? I know some of y'all young people don't know that, don't know who the righteous brothers were. I don't even know if they're still singing or not. But we're going to call them the righteous brothers. Amen. Hallelujah. And when they came by, one came by first, and he crossed on the other side of the street, saying, well, I guess he'll be okay. I'm not going over there. You ain't looking. Hmm. My God, what happened to him? And he kept right on going. He didn't try to help or anything. Hallelujah. Then the second one came by. This was a Levite, part of him. Part of the same tribe, y'all. Levi, 
Hallelujah. The Levites came from the tribe of Levi. Levi was one of Jacob's sons. Jacob was the one who God renamed Israel, and all of Jacob's 12 sons are the 12, 12 tribe of Israel. Anyway, this particular Levite came by, and he looked, and I can't imagine him saying, Oh, my God, what happened? Oh, let me get away from here. The man was bleeding. The man was wounded, almost on his last breath, just laying there bleeding. He had been beat very badly long. You know, in order for them to pass by him, he must have been very bloody because the Jews had a law that you couldn't touch anything that was bloody. But you know what? Mm. They had a law, too, that you couldn't touch a leper. Mm -mm. They had a law, too, that you couldn't be in the presence of a woman during that time of the month. Mm -hmm. Self-righteous. Amen. They were both, the priest and the Levi were both self-righteous. Now, here comes a Samaritan. A Samaritan came along the road on his beast. I don't know whether it was a horse or a donkey, the Bible did not say. But he saw the man in the road. Now, let me tell you the significance of this. The Samaritans, according to the Jews, were cursed people. The Samaritans was less than. Amen. But it was a Samaritan that stopped, saw this man, recognized that he was a Hebrew, but he helped him anyway. Amen. Although they felt like the Samaritans were less than the Jews, this Samaritan helped this Hebrew brother up. Jews, Hebrew. Yes, same thing. Amen. He helped this brother up. He put him on his beast. He took him to a hotel, motel inn, they were called in, in that particular time. Let's say he took him to a Marriott. Amen. Hallelujah. He took him there, and he told them he wanted to rent a room. He took the man in the room. He made sure the man was cleaned up and everything. He made sure the man had food. He probably called in room service, amen, and he paid the innkeeper. <clears throat> the Bible said two pence. Now, I don't know how much two pence was. I'll have to go back and look that up, and I'll bring it to you another time. But he gave the man money. After he had made sure that this Hebrew brother, the people that called him a curse, the people that said that he was less than because he was a mixture of Gentile and Hebrew. That's what a Samaritan is, a mixture of Gentile and Hebrew. So, of course, the Hebrew people did not want to have any dealings with them whatsoever. You're a half-breed. That sounds like something from way back in the Indian days, some stuff that my great-grandmother told me about. I'm not going down that rabbit hole today, amen? But if you were a half-breed, then you were cast out. They didn't want to have anything to do 
black us at the beginning. Mm. When the black would marry the white. Mm-hmm. Or Indian would marry a white. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Or nowadays, white marry white. Poor white, rich white. Mm. You see what I'm saying. Amen. Hallelujah. Discrimination. Amen. Anyway, the Samaritan brother cleansed the man up, put him in bed, made sure he had food, and told him to stay there as long as he needed to get well. Amen. I'm quite sure he got him some bandages and whatever else he needs to take care of his wounds. Amen. Hallelujah. And he told him to stay there. He went down there, round the corner, wherever he went, and he paid the innkeeper money. And he said, I'm paying for anything he needs, give it to him. If he needs a doctor, call a doctor. If he needs food, give him food. If he needs clean clothing, give him clean clothing. Whatever he needs, give it to him. I'm giving you this money. And if there be anything over, in other words, don't spare anything he needs, I will be back and I will pay you then. Amen? Hallelujah. Now that right there shows me something. You got the high and pious priest who paid him no attention. He crossed on the other side of the street. Saw him bleeding and half dead. Crossed on the other side of the street. Probably made like, oh, I didn't see that. Hmm, what's going on? Praise the Lord, y'all. Praise the Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. The Levite knew that that brother was part of them. There was a Hebrew laying down there from Jericho. Oh, my God. What is he doing down there? Let me go on. Let me move on. Because somebody might think that I need to take care of him. I don't want anybody to know I've seen him. So let me move on. He walked fast, real quick, away on the other side of the street. But the Samaritan brother saw him, recognized that he was a Hebrew, but he helped him anyway. Because the Samaritan brother knew, no use in me passing him. He's part of me. Amen. They might look down on me, but I can't pass this brother by. That brother is part of me. So I'm going to take him up, take him to an end, clean him up, pay them, and let him heal until he's ready to get up and go. And that's just what he did. Now, who do you think was blessed the more? Who do you think was a real neighbor? Amen. Hallelujah. Seemed like to me it was a Samaritan man. Amen. I have a saying. Don't look down on a man or a woman unless you're looking down to pick them up. Amen. There was an old song, but I knew about that saying way before that. Don't look down on anyone unless you're going to pick them up. Don't. Pass your neighbor by. You know they need food. You know they need clothing. You see their house burning down. You see whatever. Go help them. Love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. 
you want somebody to help you if they see you need help. Somebody sees your roof on fire and you don't know it, don't you want somebody to come knocking at your door? I don't care if it is your Caucasian neighbor. Do you want them to pass and say, mm, I ain't going over there. Them black people, I ain't going over there. Or those are Spanish people. Or those are Indian people. Or those are da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. Amen, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going over there. They'll make it out themselves. Really? Are you a neighbor or are you an enemy? Enough for me right now. Your sister Stephanie to give her a portion of it, and then we're going to close out. Okay, so um, when the scripture was being read, I was thinking earlier, could be like to read beforehand. Uh, I was, it, it seemed like to me, like both ways, the man that was on the ground that was bleeding, I saw it as Jesus, how the two guys went past him, and one of them was up him, one of his, um, how do you say uh, one of his own, mm-hmm. and that that was the same way with Jesus. His own didn't touch him, mm-hmm. and they walked past him. They didn't think much of him. They said he's a carpenter. Mm-hmm. And they look, they didn't think much about him. The carpenter's son, mm-hmm. amen. And then I thought of, and then the guy, the good Samaritan. I, I thought as Jesus too, because he helped us. He took, he took all of everything that we had done on him, and he didn't look down on us or anything like that. He paid, and the guy, the Good Samaritan, paid for everything that the the other guy needed. And I saw that as when Jesus paid our debt. Amen. With his blood. Yes. Paid full. Like. Amen. And to this day, he's still helping us. And it's like, he's, like he said, whatever else, whatever, whatever more that he spends, Amen. I'll come back and repay for it. Amen. And it's like continuous. Yeah. It's just, it seems like it's like grace to me. It's like Amen. grace and mercy. Amen. And whatever he needed, he said, I will pay when I return. Mm-hmm. And, and you know she's right. That good Samaritan. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. He, that Jesus was not a half-breed. He was a carpenter's son. Mm-hmm. I was just saying that this seemed like the two states of his life. Yeah. Amen. Jesus was the son of God, but the Jews never accepted him. They were looking for a Messiah, but Messiah had already came, and they did not recognize him. So, you have a priest who persecuted him, one of his own. Amen? The priest and the Sadducees and the scribes and the whatever they were. was another one. I can't think of the name of it. I just know that my pastor used to say the, um, let me see what this, the, the, um, come on, brain work. Mm. The Sadducees, the Pharisees, the scribes, and the Sanhedrin. They were all Hebrews. Same thing Jesus was. But they tore that man from one end to the other. They did not want to hear him because he did not come as he wanted them to come. 
they were looking for the Messiah, but the Messiah came, meek, born. Mm. Good God, my in a stable, y'all. Who's the the Bible calls it a manger, where the animals dwelt. And Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes, which means they found him. And she wrapped her baby, oh, God Almighty, in swaddling clothes. Listen to this, clothes. So I'm not going to say rags because, oh, my God, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, Lord. But let's get, let me give you a little bit. They had traveled. They had to go back to Bethlehem to pay taxes. In those days, you had to go back to where you were born at. No matter how far you had went to live, you had to come back to your hometown. You could have went clean around the world, but when tax time came, you had to come back. Or census time, you had to come back, be counted, or pay your taxes. Amen? And pay your taxes. Amen? Hallelujah. They said the baby... Jesus was wrapped in swaddling clothes. When they traveled, they had to have had clothes. So what I'm looking at is they took their old clothes and wrapped their baby up to keep them warm. Whatever they wore in those days is what they took their baby and wrapped it up to keep him warm. Amen. Swaddling clothes. Clothes. Not cloth, but clothes. Not rags, but clothes. They took the clothing that they had packed. Well, they had to wear. They could have been washed out, no problem. But when she had that baby, they wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what he was born at. And people didn't know what happened. Because if they had have known, they would have made room at the end. They would have put somebody out and gave them the best suite in there. Amen. He would have had the royal suite, but they didn't recognize him. So they put them out in the back. They told her, there's a stable out in the back if you want that. Hmm. Anyway, with the Good Samaritan, I see what she's saying. Just like Jesus seeing us on the side of the road. Because we had been beat up by Satan and his demons. Laying there bloody in sin. Hallelujah. And Jesus Hallelujah, passed by, saw us, picked us up. Hallelujah. Mm. Now she says that she sees Jesus as being both the Good Samaritan and the one laying down there. And I understand that too. Because his own, he came to his own, and his own knew him not. That's what the Bible says. And they. Hallelujah, passed them by. They wouldn't pay any attention attention to them. Hence, the priest and the Levi. Levite, rather. But, hallelujah, this good Samaritan picked him up. Hallelujah, when he picked him up, he put him in an inn, put him across his horse, donkey, whatever it was, put him in an inn, cleaned him up, fed him, and told him to stay as long as he needed to. Mm. In other words, what the Bible is saying, you be a good neighbor to whoever.
what you see. Amen. Don't do your neighbor like those people, those high and pious people did that man on the side of the road. Your neighbor is anybody, I don't care what color, what race, what size, whatever. Whoever needs your help, that's your neighbor. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, I like her comparison to Jesus. She said Jesus was a good Samaritan. Amen. Because nationality or race or creed meant nothing to Jesus. So we can say that. Amen. Because he, in him, mm, not only dwells the fullness of the Godhead, but we all, hallelujah, dwell in Jesus. We are all his. Amen. Hallelujah. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Mm. When you see Jesus, you see us. Because he is the Son of God, and we're all the Son of God. Whether you're a sinner or saint, we're all children of God. So I see. Thank you, Stephanie. We're all children of God. So yes, you can be that good Samaritan, too. And he saw this man laying there on the road, and he picked him up. That's the world, y'all. That's God's truth. All those he hung, led, and died for. While he hanging there on that cross, hallelujah. Mm. He took on our sins as he was bleeding. And these Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes and the Sanhedrin stood there and made fun of him. Some of them saw it and crossed on the other side of the road. Amen. Those that were there, the soldiers and things, it was not, hallelujah, the Gentiles that killed him. None of them killed him. God gave up the ghost. But it was those who were his that were of his bloodline. Amen. Mm, thank you, Jesus, that nailed him to that cross. Those Pharisees, those Sadducees, those scribes, and the Sanhedrin. Hallelujah. They were the ones. Pilate just washed his hand of it. Amen. Mm. They saw him hang there. And instead of them helping, or instead of someone standing up for him saying, no, this is not going to happen. Thank you, Jesus. They let it happen. But see, Jesus was not, oof. He hung, bled, and died on that cross for us. Amen. Hallelujah. But, like I said, that's what Sister Stephanie saw. And what she's saying is that they saw Jesus there, and they made a mockery of it. Amen. But the Good Samaritan came and saved us. Hallelujah. And that's the way Jesus did us. He saw us. He looked down from heaven. God looked down from heaven, sent his son. He saw us bleeding and wounded, full of sin, needing a savior. Amen. Because of what Adam and Eve had done. Hallelujah. And he sent his son. Hallelujah. To save us. And he did. By shedding his blood. In other words, he came and he saved us and put us in a place and said, told the innkeeper, which is the Holy Ghost, 
Give them what they need. Teach them. Lead them and guide them into all truth. Hallelujah. When they, now that they need your help, into into them. Hallelujah. Lead them. Guide them. Anything they need, hallelujah, give it to them. And I will repay when I come. See, we're waiting for Jesus to come back now to get us who are laid by the road in our sin. No hope for us. The Bible said between Adam and Moses, sin reigned. Amen? Hallelujah. There was no law. But God had a plan, and he began to carry that plan out, and he sent his son. God looked down and saw his people literally bleeding sin, doing anything and everything that they were big enough to do. And he said, I will send my son. And Jesus came through a virgin, was wrapped in swaddling clothes, walked in this earth, Grew up in this earth. He had a mama. He had a earthly daddy. But he had a heavenly father. Amen. We know Joseph was an earthly father. But Joseph was no blood kin. But he came among these bleeding people, these sinful people. Ooh, it's like having someone dipped in feces. That's how sin is. It's like being dipped in feces, filthy, nasty, laying by the side of the road not knowing what to do, not being able to help ourselves get out of sin. Hallelujah. Woo! And he came like the Good Samaritan and left us with the Holy Ghost. Amen. He hung, bled, and died for us. The Good Samaritan didn't have to hung, bleed, and die for us. But Jesus hung, bled, and died for us and told the Holy Ghost, take care of them until I come back. He said, he would send the comforter, and that's what he did. He told him, take care of them until I come back. Teach them, lead them, guide them into all truth. And that's what the Holy Ghost is doing. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, when I come, I will pay. Amen. Jesus is on his way back, y'all. When he comes in mid-air. In the rapture, the heart parts so. Amen. So don't say the rapture does not exist. Go in the Greek Bible and you will find the word harpazo. Find out what harpazo means. It means rapture. So yes, it does. You just don't see it in the English version of the Bible. Amen. But it is in the Greek version of the Bible. It's called harpazo. I've already talked that. Go back in the videos. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus came, and he was a good Samaritan. But he's coming back, and he is going to pay, hallelujah, everything that he said he would pay. Amen. And the payment is he's going to lift all of us out this world, along with the Holy Ghost. The Comforter is going back home. Hallelujah. Because he has did what the innkeeper did with that man. He gave us everything we needed. Amen. Hallelujah. When he comes, he will repay. And all of those who looked upon us, who made fun of us and called us holy rollers, 
and this, that, and the other. God said he will repay. How will he repay? His wrath will be let loose on this earth. Amen. Because they are not neighbors. They were not neighbors, and they will never be neighbors. Oh, my good God, my, we got the deep state. We got the shadows of them. We got the cabal. We got the wicked. We got the distant, the everything that's against Christ. And his children are here. The Holy Ghost is keeping us. Because that innkeeper made sure he had everything he wanted. Amen. That's what the Holy Ghost is. He's the innkeeper. And he's making sure that we have everything we need. Amen. Then you have the angels. I know this is not going the way you expected it to go. But then you have the angels. And they are around us. They are our bodyguards because we belong to Christ. Amen. They are keeping us. Hallelujah. But that good Samaritan took that man, took care of him, made sure he had everything he needed. That's the way Jesus is. He makes sure we have everything we need. And he's telling us, if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, then you too are like that good Samaritan, and you will be rewarded as such. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't ever look down on a man or a woman unless you're picking them up. Always be a help. Amen. Jesus helped us. He helped us in a major way by dying on that cross. Amen. By giving up the ghost, by bleeding, shedding his blood for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Be a good neighbor, y'all. I don't care if you're over in another country and you're from America. You see somebody wounded, somebody needs feeding, somebody needs help, help them. Neighbor does not mean living next door to you. Neighbor means any human being that needs help. We have a lot of homeless people out there in the street. We have a lot of churches helping them. But is anybody building houses for those people? They put them in a big building somewhere so they can get some heat in the wintertime. Or in a big building somewhere so they can get a fan. Is anybody taking those people individually, teaching him or her how to live? Teaching him you don't have to live out here under the bridge or in the woods. That's your neighbor. Why are they still out there? I know some people say, well, most of them don't want to. You know what? That's a lie. If you teach them, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, they'll eat for a lifetime. Amen. We need to take them, teach them, put them in houses. Amen. Even have them to help build the house. Amen. You have companies out there that would do that so that they will appreciate it. Amen. Help them find the job. Teach them how to find the job. Help them to use their finances correctly. Teach them the word of God about being a good steward instead of walking by or passing by homeless people. Oh, my God, look at that. Los Angeles, California, you're falling down on the job. You got feces all up and down the sidewalk. Because your houses are so expensive that nobody can afford them. 
Now, is that right? Yeah, that's a little rant, y'all. I've heard the reports. It's ridiculous. Pull those rents down. Teach those people. Help them to find a job. Give them a home or let them work for a home. Help them to finance that home. Amen. Teach them how to live in that home. Teach them how to handle their finances. And you've got a good sense in this. One that's not going to poop on your sidewalk. Amen. Hallelujah. We, as a human race, I tell you, need to take a lesson from the Good Samaritan. And when we do, God will be pleased. Hallelujah. I don't know how much time I have. All right. Hallelujah. But be a Good Samaritan. Take that Good Samaritan and make him an example. Now, we've given you two examples of what that particular parable could be. Hallelujah. Even Alexa is honing in on it. Hallelujah. But we've given you two examples of what that Good Samaritan could represent. But today I'm telling you, hallelujah, you can be that Good Samaritan. Amen. And that man that's laying down there, that was laying down there all bloody and dirty, that's your neighbor. No matter who they are, where they are, pick them up, help them. Amen. And then go back. Don't just leave them there. Go back and make sure everything is complete. Go back. Make sure they're well. Make sure they're safe. Amen. Be a good Samaritan today. Stop seeing things and closing your eyes. Stop seeing things and saying, not me. I ain't doing that. I'm not. You know what? Your time is coming. Whew. Remember that one word. And my grandson can be a witness to this. He believes in the universe. Darius, we're going to pray for you, brother. But there is something called karma in the word. And I remember my mom said, what goes around comes around. Amen. One day, you're going to need somebody, and you're going to need a good Samaritan, and you're going to remember the time that you passed somebody by. Amen. But God is going to remind you of what happened. Amen. When that good Samaritan comes by and has to help you. And you're going to feel awfully low, aren't you? So be an example. Be a good neighbor. Just like a good neighbor, the good Samaritan is always there. Amen. Yeah, I borrowed that from the State Farm commercial, I know. But be a good neighbor. Amen. Be a good Samaritan. Whoever you see that needs help, be a good Samaritan. Amen. Be like Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. He is our good Samaritan. Hallelujah. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry today. I am your host, Evangelist Portia Pritchett, along with the beautiful sister Stephanie Pritchett. You hear a dual sermon today. Y'all got a two-for-one today. Amen. Now, y'all, she's going to be back again. I think she did a very good job. Just give her a hand. Amen. This is her first sermon. So we thank her. Hallelujah. Because she sees things that 
perhaps these older brains don't see. Amen? But we thank her because she is right. Hallelujah. She had a good comparison. We thank her for her part in this sermon today. And we ask you all to continue to pray for both of us. Amen? And we will pray for you. Let us go before the throne of grace. But before we do that, if you are not saved, what are you waiting for? Amen? Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day. We glorify your name. And we thank you for this good dual sermonette, hallelujah, that we brought forth today. Lord, let your people understand it. Let them hear it. And let them take heed and learn to be a good Samaritan. Hallelujah. A good neighbor. Let them love their neighbors as thyself, as themselves, and love you, hallelujah, with all their heart, all their mind, and all their strength, all their being, with everything in them. And in doing this, they will always obey your rules and do the right thing. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Saints, don't forget to pray for Omega Kingdom Ministries.org. Go there. That's the school that Sister Stephanie and I are going to. Amen. Brother Russ Wagner, pray for them. Go to Omega Kingdom Ministries.org. If you're ready, hallelujah, to go back to school, if you want to be a ministry, thank you've been called. Omega Kingdom Ministry is a good place to start. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We love you, saints, but God loves you more. Bye-bye. Have a good Sunday.